This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, good morning. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer DJ. Hey, hey, I want to mention really quick that uh, Joe Keery, who stars as Steve Harrington in The Stranger Things, mm-hmm. you know, he's doing a movie down in Jordan. Yeah. And he. Uh, was spotted yesterday spending some time shopping in the big city on East Lake Street. Oh, wow. He was at Rewind Rewind Vintage, so a vintage store, and there's a photo of him um, from inside his vehicle after he shopped at the store, and there's an Instagram post, and it says, we had a celebrity shopper today. Oh, that's really fun. And then it said, our shop, uh, our shop girl Molly ran out to sneak a picture with him, and he was thankful we didn't blow his cover. I've been to that store. That's a cool store. Is it really? Yeah, Northeast, right? Uh, East Lake. East Lake Street? Is it? Rewind Village? I think they have another... Maybe they have another... Wait, let's see. Where else was he? He was at Time Bomb Vintage. Oh, Time Bomb is like six blocks from my house. Don't stalk me, Oh, my God, yes. So he was there. That's Um, also a good store. They mentioned uh, he was in there. He's just, you know, bumming around the Twin Cities. So if you see him... Keep, Keep your eyes peeled. Yes. I want to go, uh, my my daughter's going to a thrift stop, a thrift shop, which is different than a vintage store, or just is that semantics? I mean, I, thrift no, I mean, thrift could, shop, you think of like Goodwill or Savers, yeah. whereas... So it could be stuff from yesterday, you know, that somebody just You might in. find a gem, whereas a vintage store, they've already been picked through and like, no, these are the best shirts. Oh, okay. I think I need to go to a vintage store. Do they sell, or maybe a thrift shop? I used to love going to Goodwill and finding old t-shirts. Oh, yeah, I still do that. Um, do they have a lot of t-shirts at these vintage stores? Rocco? You know, you might, and you know, some are more, yeah, for sure they have t-shirts at vintage stores. Um, and, you know, and like vintage concert shirts go for a lot. Like if you find like a REO oh. Speedwagon shirt from like 1983, it might be like 200 bucks. I'm wow. looking for more of like a, uh, you know, the Plymouth Rec Center. Oh yeah, they have tons Maybe of Goodwill. Stuff. I need to go it. to Goodwill. That's the thing. I mean, like I said, if you go to Goodwill, you're going to be picking and hoping for a gem. If you go to a vintage store, they're going to be curated, but you might pay $30 instead of $1. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to pay 30 bucks. You know what I think Goodwill is really good for? Um, so I have to... DVDs. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> guys. No, for things like I have a dog that sheds. So if I want to buy a sheet or a blanket to put in my car to protect it, Goodwill will have, you know, a flat 
queen size sheet that you could throw in your car, throw it down. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you just want things like that. Um, and also baskets. Baskets are very expensive. And if you go to Goodwill, you get a little little bit of a deal. Huh. Well, you know, the the my daughter was going to Goodwill today with my sister. She and three other neighborhood girls came down. We're sitting on the patio last night. And they had been, I, I guess, working up courage to come around. Then my daughter was like, oh, no, I don't want to do it. There are six adults on the patio. She runs away. Other neighbor girl says, hey, Aunt April or Aunt Janie, will one of you take us shopping at a thrift store tomorrow? And then we were like, what is that, like a dare? What, are the, what is it? And then they were actually being serious. They all, I guess, had been in the front talking about wishing that they could go shopping. And then I think Adeline, my eldest, was like, oh, I bet you might, one of my aunts would take us. Yeah. And so now they're going to go to the thrift store today. And I thought, you know, I'd like to go to Goodwill. I've been to Goodwill, and we've got one at Chaska. I'm not trying to brag. I know there are a lot of city people who listen, but out in the burbs, we've got a Goodwill right next to Home Depot. And there's a couple out there on that road to your place. Really? On five, yeah. Oh, I hear there's another thrift. That there's one like on the border of Eden Prairie and Chanhassen. Mm. Maybe it's yeah. Chanhassen or Chanhassen. Well, I hear that downtown Chaska or Chaska. Also has a thrift shop. Oh. If you've got a Goodwill in your neighborhood, give us a call. Six five one. Phone lines are always <laughs> open. They definitely are. <laughs> like right now. All right, here's bad news, Steve. Don't uh, do that this. sounds fun. Whatever. Um, and that's very nice of your sister or whoever is taking her. John Williams plans to retire from scoring films after Indiana Jones Five. That's mm. it. Okay, that's the story. I just needed you to know. So you can mentally prepare for that. John Williams is 90. It's time. And John Williams, again, is the father of? The lead singer of Toto. Yes. Very good. From listening to the Don and Steve experience. Um, You know, I love John Williams. He's got an album coming out, though. He's doing like a piano album. Oh, that's nice. Hans Zimmer is my favorite composer i love movie scores zimmy is my favorite hans zimmer is 64 and you know you know what i'd really love to do and i just wish that someone would invite me to do this okay i would love to sit in at during a scoring session with the full orchestra because then you'd have John Williams, legendary composer, or Hans Zimmer, or fill in the name of your favorite composer, who's up there, and they are you're hearing the score get put together in real time, and that would just be so interesting. And the time that composer drop, the time that I interviewed Hans Zimmer okay. in his Santa Monica studio, mm-hmm. he was putting together the soundtrack for Inception, and was show, I was like, what can you give me a little bit? And then he was showing how he was layering in different sounds and pulled it up on the computer screen and was doing it. He even sat at the piano and played for me a little bit. And I think he played a little bit of the Holiday soundtrack, which is maybe my favorite Hans Zimmer soundtrack. Oh, just music. Music. So powerful. So transcendently powerful. You're so excitable. I love this. You know what I am? And I think you're not. No, but this is fair, and it's okay. You would des- people would describe me. I'll use a nice word for it as passionate. Yeah, and not you, and that's okay. <laughs> and that's that's not a bad thing. You're more even keel. It's I like, am okay, passionate take this. about certain things, like animals. I'm very passionate about dogs, goats, alpacas. 
Llamas are cool. Weren't you in love with a raptor? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, the turkey, turkey vulture. vulture. Nero, he passed away this year. R.I.P. I love that guy. He had a thing for some South Dakota donkey. Oh, That's Jack. Right. I have a picture of him. And like, as soon as you walk through my door, there's a picture of Jack right there in a frame. If you have passion, over. I just don't have your passions. It's fair. I think, yeah, I think I've, I get passionate about a lot of things. And new things to me. I'm like, I just go guns a blazing. Yeah, you do. And there's nothing wrong with that. You do you, man. You find a new energy drink, go for it. A pre-workout. <laughs> a pre-workout. Donna, you brought it up. I'm doing a pre-workout drink. Rock, I got to tell you this. You're going to love this. It's this pre-workout. I've never done a pre-workout drink man. before, but I took it for the first time. Trees. It is 300 milligrams of caffeine, okay? So it already gives you a nice boost. But Rocco, it tells you ahead of time there is a harmless side effect that some people have, <laughs> which is tingly or itchy skin. Guys, on like my third sip of this stuff, I was like, okay, where, where, I, it felt like the needles all over the face. That feeling stayed with me for about an hour. My body got I hot. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, and I like it. Oh, that was rough. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Can you do it? But I love it. I can't feel my... Okay, all right, forget it. You don't it's even... called C4 Ultimate Nobody Shred. Nobody cares. I am not a doctor. <laughs> and, um, it may kill you. There's, but you know what? Side anything effects good. may include sudden death. Anything good. <laughs> when we return, my friends, uh, we will be joined live. Rocco, you were able to get Will Smith on the line? Yeah. Either that or we'll take an email about Cliff. We'll see what happens. Oh, okay, great. All right. Uh, we got a couple of studies coming up when we come back, Don and Steve. Good morning. Welcome to hour three of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm sorry. We've been in hour three. What did you say? Hour one? Welcome to hour three. But we've oh, already we, we, yeah, yeah, we started. We started hour three. Yeah, about 18 minutes. Back. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Welcome anyway. Love you. Oh, wow. Everybody move. Oh boy. All right. You want a, a study? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's just do it. Studies have shown that studies med- have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Okay. Hello. I got a I got a uh Well, let's see. Do you know the answer to this? And then Rocco and I will have to get pretty vulnerable for this. So, Rocco, prepare your heart. I don't think I do. 41% of men shave this. Uh, monobrow? Good guess. Good guess. You call it a mono. Yeah, or a unibrow. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I've only ever heard it as a unibrow. Maybe yeah. I said Oh, you say uni. I, you I say, say uni. Do you call it the unibomber? The uni brower. I call him both. <laughs> right. Ted Kaczynski, the uni bomber. The uni bomber uh, was seen exiting court today. The uni bomber. Yeah, I guess not. Uni. Is brow just like cuter? And bomber's less cute? I mean, bombing is never that cute. Mm, yeah, don't say that. I didn't say it. Okay. Head. Head. <laughs> I get some emails you, now. Head. He ears, said monobrow, then you go unibrow. Nose, nose. They shave their nose hair. 41% of men shave their nipples. Mm. Ew. Not me. That's the only chest hair I got. Okay. So someone with 80,000 followers uh, apparently posted a Twitter poll saying, 
Do you guys shave your nipples? Well, nips, they said, or leave the hair around them untouched. 6,000 men voted. 59% said no, but 41% said yes, they do. It was an informal poll, you should know, Donna. And he just asked that only men vote and that they be honest. The yes votes would also include men who shave their whole chest. And some men also defended their vote, saying that they don't grow chest hair, only hair around their nipples, and so they need to rein it in. I would like to speak about my chest now. Okay, but not your nips. (laughs) Well, specifically, (laughs) the area around (laughs) my nipple. Okay, what? (laughs) Donna, I'm talking about my body. I don't grow a lot of chest hair. Here, I'm going to pull my sweatshirt down. Do you want to see a little bit of just the top of my chest hair? Sure. Like, that's all I have. Okay, that's great. Like barely yeah, anything on my chest. And yet, a, <clears throat> hang on, he takes a moment to realize he's breaking through a vulnerable filter in his own life. Okay. And people may view him differently afterward. I have a touch of a ring of fire situation happening around my nipples. Where uh-huh. there is a perimeter, a defense perimeter, I would presume, I'm sure there's a scientific reason, of hair that likes to gather around my nipples. If you guys could see Steve, he's doing a um, circular well, hand movement I talk around with my hands. his nip area. Ring of fire is a weird choice. I, uh, is, it re- is the hair red? Is no, it fiery red? No, but I do have some red hair <laughs> on my face. Thank you very much. Yeah, I thought so. I, Rocco, you will know this too. I'm packing my things. No, <laughs> no, 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 you can't. It's too weird. Are you leaving for good? No, I'm, this is the, this is, listen. All right. This is a common thing. I, Rocco, find that you, you wait, you don't shave your nipples, Rocco. No, but I don't you have, have nipple a lot hair. of chest hair going on. Okay, so I find that it is a very delicate shaving process. Like, I get horrified when I think of if I let the blade slip. So I try to go really soft, small little downstrokes, but I have to go the whole way around. And let me tell you something you better complete the job because the only thing worse <laughs> than a full ring of hair surrounding your nipple. Is one long hair next to your nipple. Okay. But whenever I get a wild hair on my chest, I'm like, I'm keeping that. That's all I got. But it's probably, if it's more centered, that's fine. But if you had one that sprouted right up next to, may I ask a question? Do men have areolas? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. (laughs) We just don't have milk glands, I don't think. Because the area, okay, yeah, 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 we're on the same page. I don't know what's happening. Hope my parents are listening. This is one of those days where they'll just be, I don't know, generally disappointed. Do men have areolas? Yeah, because, uh, yes. What do you think? This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Those are. They are Ariel. <laughs> yeah, they're the same <laughs> yeah. thing for I didn't know. You know, sometimes there's like a feminine equivalent of something. Like if mine was like an Ariel Lou. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I just like Spanish. Can't I just be safe here and explore the world? 41% of men shaving around their nipples. And, you know, I also, while I'm talking about it, I also have some stray back hairs that I have to pluck out from my uh, shoulders, and I'm not happy about that. Right, and cool. I've had ear hair mm-hmm. that has grown around the whole outer ear, like not like inner ear hair, external ear hair that has grown aggressively since I was in my 20s. Okay. So if you catch me when I have forgotten to shave my ears or trim my ear hair and I'm backlit near sunset on a summer eve, I look like an idiot. Uh, Like I said, I just assume we're all disgusting. (laughs) Every one of us. Why? Just, I mean, you're, just you're we're disgusting. Like people, no. I know. Think people are disgusting. Every yeah, Donna. Every is, human being is disgusting in some way. And they and they have secret ways that they're disgusting, unkempt, not up to par, not as sanitary as they should be. Whatever it is, Rocco, you have a few that are uh, frankly visible. No, I'm kidding. Just I'm just kidding. Come on, Rocco. What's your problem? Do you guys ever, every now and then when I have my mic on and I move, do you hear my feet sticking to the floor from the... Oh, wait. Let's listen. Can you hear that? <laughs> wait, wait. Let him, let him do a couple uninterrupted. I'll tell you what it reminds me of. Go ahead, Rocco. That reminds me of an old we TikTok Tuesday. Will, <laughs> yes, right. Whoa. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I, oh, Remember, no time you know for my a, study. Okay. You know, you know, what was a fun conversation yesterday. It was catheter talk on the way on our oh, yeah, walk from the trolley to Loring Park. Maybe yeah, yeah. Bring you guys have coworkers people. who strongly suggest near bully you into getting a catheter because <laughs> you slow down the parade. You are. You do have a tiny bladder, and there's wow. got to be some kind of remedy for this. So for you're you. bringing this up right after I talk about shaving my nipples. Yes, you might want to get your prostate checked. I got my going on to be on the hear what I heard. I don't want to. My brother-in-law said he saw a video of a pit bull that was attacking a guy. And he said a guy ran up, shoved his thumb into his anus. I- the pit bulls. And the pit bulls stopped. No! <laughs> this is one of my tips. I know! Did it work? Yes! I told you! You are right! We'll talk about it when we come back. Good morning. We're back, and we appreciate you listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. DJ Rock Lobster joins us as well. Clomp, clomp, clomp. Clompity, clomp. Thanks for all my clompers out there in the parade yesterday. Hey, clompers. So good to see him. So great. Rocco had his pinchers on. It was amazing. Yeah, it was fun. I, I like people were like saying to their children, "Hey, look, there's a lobster in there," and people were like, "Oh my gosh, it's a lobster!" <laughs> okay, I'm sure that really happened. It did once. All right. Oh, uh, you know, and my uh, my my brother-in-law just killed a crayfish too. That his son's crayfish accidentally. There were some crayfish on the menu at the Loring Park uh, food. Uh, trucks, oh, nice. but I wouldn't know because the lines were like 50 people deep. Yeah. 
It's it's tough. It was a big time party at Loring Park yesterday. It really was. It was a great day. By the way, um I always like to um take time in a segment if Steve would like to talk about how was, I was right about something. So that is what we were going to do now. Here we go. Donna was right. Were you rolling on that, Rocco? I, uh, yeah. That'll be the new intro. Okay, that's great. Okay. <laughs> Years ago, Donna said that the most effective way to stop a dog attack was to stick your thumb up its butt. I didn't say thumb. I said finger. Okay. Wait, attack? I, so if you're getting attacked? You stick your finger up the dog's butt, and then it'll like, and then leave you alone. So my brother-in-law is over and just starts telling me this story. He said, hey, did you hear? And he didn't know that Donna had ever spoken about this on the air. He said, you know, I saw this this video of this pit bull that was attacking a guy. And I'm like, okay, this I do not want to hear about no, this. No, right, same. And then he says, and then some guy came up from behind him and rammed his thumb into the pit bull's butt. And the pit bull was suddenly just like... <laughs> and was totally neutralized. Donna, I, yeah, you were right. I've been saying it for at least six or seven years. I saw it on an episode of Weeds quite a while ago, which I believe was on Showtime. And that's what happens. This dog was chewing off the guy's toe, and he did that, and it just, again, neutralized him. Somebody else says if you pick up their hind legs, but you're also, you know, the dog can also turn around and bite you. Okay, correction here. The TikTok video that I think my brother-in-law is referring to, and this is a worthwhile correction, uh, it says a man stopped two dogs from fighting each other. Okay. Not attacking a person. All right, that's better. uh, By putting his thumb up one of the dog's butts. This was during, apparently, the Golden State Warriors Championship Parade. Um, You got to do what you got to do. Oh yeah! Listen, and I've That's stuck why my... I always carry plastic gloves in my or rubber gloves in my purse. As they start to attack you, one moment. Where's my back? <laughs> Check the inside. Wait, is it the inside? I put, you know it? what? I'm oh, so did sorry. I leave I'm it on the it. counter. Oh, yeah. It is the out, outside pocket, <laughs> the one facing me. There should be a rubber glove. <laughs> well, I only lost an arm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so now we uh, we know that. All right. I, I mean, like it's worth a try. There's no harm that will come to that dog. My dad, I believe, had told us when we were kids that if a dog was ever biting you and attacking you, he grew up um, with a lot of dogs. They they, they had a kennel oh, at their house. Sure. He said that you needed to grab the dog's testicles and yank up, and there was not a let go. There was a you you yank and oh, seize control. Wow. Yeah, these days, not many dogs have testicles. Thank you. <laughs> let's do this. Come on now, let's talk some money. Okay. money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so. Money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. Speaking of my uh, brother-in-law who brought us that story about the dog um he and my sister they've been freeloaders on our amazon prime account for years it all evens out you know i think they they paid one year and i think that was it amazon prime it can be a little pricey when you just stare it straight down in the face but i love amazon prime and frankly i underuse it i love it for the fact that we pay the 139 dollars and we for the year we 
we get so much stuff off of Amazon and we're prime. So we never pay. I don't know the last time it's been years, literally, I think years since we've paid shipping on an individual purchase. Now you argue, no, but you're paying shipping by the prime membership. I grant you that is true. But if you shop on Amazon enough, it really pays back. Plus, and you get the, also you get the streaming service. Yeah. Right. Yes. Which I think with a lot of people is underutilized. Tech Radar. Never heard of it. Put together a list of uh, five ways that, like five Amazon Prime Pro tips so that you stop wasting your money. First thing they say is this, make use of Amazon household. They say if you live with someone who has an Amazon Prime account, then you're wasting your money. There's no need for you both to sign up as you can make use of the Amazon household feature. And then you could split the cost in half if you wanted to. This allows you to share your Amazon Prime benefits and digital content with one other adult and up to four children, all as part of the same membership fee. Mm. So, you know, if you got a roommate or, you know, you and your partner or whatever, and you both are like, we both have that. It just Amazon household is intended for that to be a family plan. Okay. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yes. Okay. Um, and they will still get a lot of those benefits to anyone in that household membership, including the unlimited free delivery, access to Prime Video, access to Prime Reading, early access to Lightning Deals, and, of course, Prime Day Deals. Any digital content owned by the linked accounts can also be shared, whether those are books, games, or video. Here's something I didn't know about a way that you can stop wasting money if you're an Amazon Prime member. Get free ebooks with Amazon First Reads. Feel like I knew about this at one point and then I totally forgot about it. Amazon First Reads gives you early access to a range of hand-picked new or upcoming titles, and they do this each month. It covers a selection of books from different categories and genres, including crime, contemporary, historical, and children's. Generally, you'll be able to find something no matter what your taste might be. Tech Radar goes on to say that usually you have to pay 99 cents for one of these uh, editor's picks, but Prime members can choose one for free every 30 days. It's just like a little freebie that helps you to expand your digital book library. So look for the um, Amazon First Reads if you're an Amazon Prime member. Okay. And you should be able to get one one of those chosen free books, new and upcoming books, for free. Only digitally? Only digitally. Okay. Gotta be digital. All right, that means you have to have a form of something to read the book on. Well, true, yes, but I mean, anything that you download it from, you can read it on okay. your computer, your laptop, your phone. You can get the apps. You could just read it on like Kindle's website. Okay. So you should have ways to do it. Got it. Just carry your desktop around with you. Keep <laughs> plugging it in anywhere. Not you, Donna. Different Donna. I know. Different Donna. Buy essentials through subscribe and save. They say stop wasting money. If you really know you're going to be getting some of these staples on a regular basis, they give you the option every darn time, it seems, for subscribe and save. But it's a feature that helps you to avoid, oh, I forgot to get that. Oh, wait, we needed this again. Oh, we needed this. I'm thinking diapers, wipes, toothpaste, toilet paper, things like that. Uh, but when you su- set up subscribe and save, you'll usually get a discount. In some cases, it's about 15% less when you set up five mm. or more future deliveries, which is pretty great. Great tip. I'll tell my wonderful K-Cup story. Thank you for asking. When I used to get knockoff K-Cups when I had a Keurig machine, uh, I once was on subscribe and save. And then I dec- and then I said, I don't want subscribe and save anymore. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. 
They send me a box of like 100 K-Cups the next month. I reached out to Amazon. I said, sorry, guys, I don't need this anymore. I need to return this. And they said, oh, we're sorry. We meant to cancel you. Please just keep it. Yeah, so there's that's 100 amazing. free K-Cups. That's amazing. The next month. Ding oh. dong. Oh, no. More K-Cups. <laughs> and I reached out again. I said, guys, don't get me wrong. I kind of like this, but I've tried to cancel multiple times now. And you continue to send it. And they said, we are so sorry. Please keep that. Stevie Boy got 200 free cake. What about your friend D-Val? I lived in Albuquerque. It was in 2011. Okay. It's fine. And I was 27 then. Nobody cares. Donna, Mm. people do care about age. Mm. We have emailers who tell us such. I know. Sorry. Claim bonus Amazon credits and subscriptions. We're talking about ways you can stop wasting money if you're an Amazon Prime member here on Money Monday. Um, you can collect over $100 in credit by completing a few actions across your account. So if you use Amazon Prime a lot, listen to this because there is some like free money out there. The easiest of these to complete is the Prime stamp card. So all you've got to do is get to get a $10 voucher to spend on Prime Day is make a Prime eligible order of $5 or more, watch a show on Prime Video, easy, mm-hmm. listen to a song on Prime Music, easy. And borrow an ebook through Prime Reading, which is something that you can do. If you do those things, just essentially thoroughly use your Amazon Prime account, you'll get a $10 voucher to spend on Prime Day. If you're already going to listen to a song, watch a video, make a Prime purchase, uh, and then maybe borrow an ebook, you do all those, you'll get 10 free bucks. That's just to start. You can also, sh- also shop Household Essentials to get $20 back in credit. Uh, I have this whole list, by the way. I'll yeah. put it up at uh, MyTalk1071. We'll, I'll get the link there for you and show links, and we'll put this up as a separate post if you want to hear it back later. Absolutely. Um, but all sorts of ways, essentially, like, hey, if just use it. and there, If you use it in a robust manner, you'll be able to save money and get credit to use on Prime Day. Uh, and then, of course, they say, look, this kind of starts, this is should be number one in a sense, but sign up for an annual membership, meaning if you are going to do Prime, don't pay it month to month. Prime costs fourteen ninety nine per month. Or $139 for an annual membership. That's a savings of $40. So if you if you know, oh. I'm going to sign this up. So just pay it straight. is what... Exactly. If you pay it month to month to month to month, you end up paying $179 every year. If you just set up an annual membership, you'll pay $139. Were you this many days old when you realized this? Are you paying month to month? Yes. Set up annual. Change that today. And I will have just saved you $40. Thank you. You owe me. I do. Hey, Rocco. Just because you only shop, uh, you know, it's got to be a mom and pop. You hate big business, don't you? If Jeff Bezos was here, you would look at him and say, you're what's wrong. I, I'm not a, you know, I'm a subscriber to Amazon Prime, but I am, I am not super great about giving Jeff Bezos my money. Yeah, I hear you. I, I barely buy anything on Amazon. Oh, I buy stuff all the time. I'm going to now. Yeah. Can't believe you've been overpaying for your membership. Damn. Where do you think I got those clompers for this weekend? Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like that. What a good place to say. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. We did our best. We got the final stretch of the show on the way. Can I tell you something really cool that George Michael once did yeah. for uh, a couple? It's very cool. Uh, we'll get to that I story. it was his birthday yesterday. Oh, happy posthumous birthday. And I played some Wham! on the bus, on the trolley. You did, Rocco. That was fun. Thank you. Bye. Final stretch.
of the show coming up next. Of the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. I want to tell you a cool story. This has to do with George Michael, RIP. Apparently. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Okay, he was watching Deal or No Deal. Okay? Love that show. And on the show... This is so sweet. There was a woman, and her name was Lynette Gillard. She had gone through nine failed attempts at in vitro fertilization over a 13-year period. And she and her, her partner pretty much just burned through their savings. So the guy went on the game show, Deal or No Deal, to win some cash so they could try again. He only won enough for a single treatment. But after the episode aired, George Michael was moved by their story. So he anonymously donated a big chunk of change to them. They used it on tests to find out why Lynette was not conceiving. And they were able to remedy the problem. Wow. In 2017, she naturally got pregnant. But unfortunately, George Michael had died on Christmas Day of 2016. Mm. So Lynette and her partner didn't even know that he was the donor until after he was gone. Oh, wow. What a cool story. Yeah. So it happened on December 26th, the day after George died. I guess that they conceived. And a producer on Deal or No Deal tweeted about this anonymous donation And so Lynette contacted the show and then found out that she was the recipient that he was talking about. And she said, that be something. But it's so heartbreaking to not be able to show your gratitude. Sure. You know, um, and to thank him, you know, properly. So she and her partner left flowers at George's house on New Year's Day. And their son, Seth, will be five years old this September. How about that? Such a sweet story. That is all. Thank you. I almost watched the, um, while we're talking about artists, uh, the Machine Gun Kelly documentary. I almost watched that yesterday and I thought, no, I want to watch The Old Man instead. The Old Man with Jeff Bridges now on FX? Yeah. It's pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. It's very dark. And by dark, I mean it is like visually dark, literally dark. Like if the sun's shining, you have to close the blinds because you just can't. It's you could just... barely see. I kept hitting the um the, you know the thing on the computer that 
lightens things up. Yeah, yeah. I kept hitting it and hitting it, and I'm like, wow, I can't even see the guy's eyes. Where'd he go? Huh. Go ahead, say it. No, 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 it's fine. I support you, Donna. That's cool. It's very dark. I mean, stop shooting things so dark. We get it. Light and darkness. Yeah. Okay? That, Evil. We know. Okay. Bad. <laughs> I know. Light. Good. It's like, does it, do they know that not all of us are watching this in like a dark room? Uh, we don't have like a theater room that we're watching it in. Exactly. We watch it in on Earth. Right. In homes. Thank you for your support. Yeah, like sometimes I'm like, I get it. We're not supposed to know that somebody's hiding there. But seriously, the last time I realized this, it was my TV, apparently. Yeah, she was like a bulb that blew. (laughs) She got mad at Hollywood, and then she realized it was her rear projection television that probably had a problem. It's a problem. I got Jeopardy news for you. Oh, do you? Yeah. All right. It's kind of no, no news, but there will be news. Okay. The executive producer, Michael Davies, was talking at the daytime Emmys, where Jeopardy did win Outstanding Game Show, yet again. The show has won for the last three years, by the way, seven times out of the last ten. And also has the most wins overall in the awards history. Uh, Anyway, Davies did not shy away from talking about former executive producer and former temporary like one-day host, Mike Richards, Mm. saying that has been referred to as, quote-unquote, the awkward months around the Jeopardy offices. But he said it did show the power of our of our audience and how passionately our fans care about the program, which is just so important. But going back to who's going to be, he says, we hope to have a hosting announcement very, very soon. Maybe goes on to tip the cap to what we're all anticipating anyway. But with all of our plans for Jeopardy, which is more Jeopardy, not less, more versions, We're going to need multiple hosts to represent the entire audience, to represent the entire country in order to take this franchise forward. Yeah. Mayim Bialik does the prime time, does the the online versions. I believe that was what they originally tapped her with. And then they would have a separate daily syndicated host. Now Mayim Bialik and Ken Jennings have been sharing for, you know, that Mike Richards situation was last August, almost a year ago. Wow. And... It, it sounds like for the fall season, they will want a host. I'm pulling for Ken Jennings. I, you know, I think I am too. I, I watched a little of Maya Bialik, and I think she does a fine job. She's fine. Yeah. But does she want it, or does she want to continue to act? Um, I bet she wants it. You think so? I would think so. Sounded like she was super busy and unable to, and then they were like, we'll work around your schedule. Yeah, I think Jeopardy's got Jeopardy does not have as cush of a schedule as Wheel of Fortune does, where oh, they really? come in and do. I believe Pat Sajak. Oh, is it five or seven? One of those numbers is right on how many weeks. Oh my he gosh, what a sweet a gig! Because they'll wow. do five episodes on a day. So on a Monday, boom, five episodes. You have next week's shows all done. Tuesday, another five. You get twenty-five. That's five weeks of shows that you shoot in a year. Plus, they make room for some reruns. <laughs> Really? That I didn't mute intentionally because you have a choice on a radio station like this. Will I choose to be professional or will I choose to be vulnerable? (laughs) And sometimes (laughs) the two are mutually exclusive. And I chose vulnerability right there. Okay. It's fine. Listen, I'm at the point where if you can't, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. I've made you, I would like to think. A, a worst, worst person, bro- yes. A worst broadcaster yes, is what I was going to say. Yes, yeah. absolutely. 
Yeah, truly. I'm just sitting over here waving the white flag going, just, I surrender. Oh, come okay, on. All right, all right, okay, all right. That's where right. I draw the line. No, you made it a safe place. And you took it away. <laughs> I don't know. Rocco? I've lost interest in any Rocco! conversation. <laughs> don't you even care? You're not even, you're going to leave us. Rocco's barely got a pulse. I don't yeah. care about Jeopardy. I don't care about sneezes. Well, pretend. That's I was, I was ready to, you know, just spend the last 18, 19 seconds of the show in silence. But thanks for bringing me back. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> you know, he's a real hole, isn't he? <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> what do we got to do? I'm telling you. It's all about supporting one another. Remember, we took those improv yes, classes. Yes, and. Rocco just, Rocco just took an improv class like two days ago. It doesn't show. Not at all. Imagine if, he, yeah, I bet he wouldn't have treated his improv Partner. buddies like that. I know. He wouldn't have left them in the lurch. He would have been like, well, that's right, Dale. I do have circus hands. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We're out of here. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. Have a great rest of your day, you guys. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye.